Ben Lawrence. Uh, Paul Goody. Actually, not so much. Uh, there we go. I got. I had to hit another button. Uh oh. Well, <clears> I'm <throat> here. Hello. How's it going? Good. Um, we 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 started this like three times. I don't know how many of the times we're gonna get, <laughs> but yeah. So Ben, I want to start Paul. off with an ominous thing that you wrote that said <laughs> the internet didn't end today. What? Yeah. I. I was I was busy working all day. Um, why why would the internet have ended? It's actually it turned okay. So I was on the Seattle subreddit today. R Seattle, not R Seattle Wa, which is a haven for right wing trolls and the anti homeless crowd. But ah, R Seattle, which is better. Um, and somebody posted a picture of a bunch of signs around town that said. Uh, the internet is over, and then today's date, 12-02-2021, which you might have noticed is a palindrome. Yeah. So, uh, but there, there was like a sign on a teriyaki restaurant that has been out of business for a couple years. There were uh, little signs on like stop signs. It looked like a marketing thing, right? So the sign on the teriyaki thing, it, was, it wasn't just somebody tacked up a sign on the teriyaki place, it was no, the it was sign like of the teriyaki like, place. You, yeah. with the letters that you use on a on a on a big readerboard sign. Um, yeah, and so this this person noticed around town that there were these signs that said "Internet is over," and then today's date. Huh? And somebody who works at GeekWire uh, actually found a website. I can't remember what it is. I think it's. 1202-2021, internetisover.com, or some combination thereof. Okay. And you go to it, You went, if you go, if you went to it earlier today, it had a big countdown clock. And it was counting down to 2 p.m. Pacific. And huh. so nobody knew, nobody knew what it was. And so it's like, what's going to happen at 2? What, what are they selling? Literally, what are they selling? Yeah. So... Two o'clock rolls around, and it's promo material for a local independent book. Oh. Like some sort of like a, a cyberpunk dystopia, the name of which I can't even say on the podcast. Really? Um, yeah, because it's, it contains a foul, it contains some foul language, but... Uh-oh. Yeah, so for for most of today, this the the internet, you know, the the Seattle subreddit was like, "What's going to happen?" And then and then everybody's like, "Oh, it's for a book." Yeah. Hey, you know, this is interesting because uh, I was part of a Kickstarter campaign, and by that I mean I just donated to the Kickstarter campaign, not like I yeah. didn't do anything. But um, so there's a there's a a thing called uh, Morkborg, and I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's like. Uh, it means like Dark Fortress or something like that. It's a role playing game, uh, but it's all like black metal, dark kind of thing, uh, with a really cool art design. It looks like you know metal album covers and things like that. Yeah. So they have a new cyberpunk version of it called Cyborg. C Y Borg. <laughs> And it just got kickstarted uh, recently, so it was interesting because cyberpunk things, yeah. like you mentioned. Um, well, yeah, so that's good. I thought that maybe this was a reference to the idea that once again the people who write headlines and try to get you to read their articles are at it. There's a meteor or an asteroid. I forget exactly how it works, but that's passing close to earth. Uh, and you have to read like five, this is in the New York post. Anyway, you have to read like five sentences down before it's like, but there's really nothing to worry about because it's going to be, you know, <laughs> millions of miles away from us. Is this the one that they're shooting a projectile at in hopes of, uh, redirecting it? It's just like as an experiment. Also, the two things it's are an towards... asteroid. It's an asteroid. It's a yeah. meteor when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. Okay, so it's an asteroid, and I thought I thought it was a meteor when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. And if, oh, meteor when it enters the Earth's atmosphere, meteorite when it actually falls. 
I think is how it works. I'm not, yeah, I'm not quite sure between the scientific definitions between meteor and meteorite. Maybe a meteorite is a small little pebble left after it hits the ground. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what I heard is that, and actually, I, I, I get what you're saying about the clickbait articles about there's going to be an asteroid passing close to Earth. Everybody should panic. Five paragraphs out. Ah, there's nothing really to panic about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I did hear that a bunch of, uh, I don't know if it's NASA or whoever, are going to fire a missile or a rocket, I guess. Yeah, it's a missile in the Earth's atmosphere. It's a rocket when it exits the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, um, at a at an asteroid just to yep. see if they can alter its trajectory, and uh, you know, just like for funsies, you know. Um, and part of me was like, "We're in danger." They're just telling us it's an experiment. Wow, Ben. So. Yeah. They don't cause panic. Top shelf Paul paranoia going on over in Benland <laughs> yeah. these days. Learn from the best. Uh, yeah. So uh, I was I was talking to somebody uh, about how in the in the nineties when I was getting separated from the Air Force, one of the things that that counted as and and first of all, just disclaimer. They were right to separate me from the Air Force. I was having mental problems. And when I you will say admit you're that. Getting sep- when you s- say you were getting separated from the Air Force, I want to ask, well, who got the dog? Yeah, me. <laughs> Here he is, Edward. Hey, there he is. <laughs> yeah, Edward, official Air Force dog, no. But that would be interesting. Also, he'd probably <laughs> there is not an be Edward's around. Air Force base. Hey, yeah, go get it, Edward. We live in Edwardsville, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> Um, so, but, uh, but one of the things that they, one of the reasons why they, why they thought that I was paranoid was because I said that the government was spying on all of our phones. And this is back when they actually were. Yeah. And they were like, why would anyone do that? (laughs) And I was like, well, back before they actually were. Yeah. But, uh, um, but, but, and the reason, the reason why. Uh, of course, is data. That's why everybody is doing anything. But the thing that, what they're trying to do, and this is why I was talking to this person about it, is because, um, you know, when a when a therapist is working with you, a lot of times what they try to get you to do is to see how something that you're doing is counterproductive, or you know, whatever. They're like, well, hey, wouldn't you wouldn't you feel better um, if you weren't worrying about this all the time? You know, and yes, of course. Don't you see how it's irrational for you to be worried about this? Yes, that's why I'm talking to you. You know, that sort of thing. Central tenet of therapy is ignorance is bliss. The thing that they try to get you on when you're paranoid is, well, what's so special about you that would make somebody interested in doing these things to you? And the answer that I would give them at the time is, Man, I got bullied a lot in school for absolutely no reason. People don't need a reason; they just do it. <laughs> but yeah, I was talking to I was talking to folks about, um, and I don't know if you deal with this, Ben, or not. But do you ever see your parents gaslighting anyone? Like, like telling, uh, like, do you have nieces and nephews? I do have nieces. I I do have nephews. So I say I say gaslighting, but basically the idea that um, like there's a like there's a problem happening, like maybe two people are fighting in your in your family or whatever, and they say what's going on, and the grandma or the grandpa goes, oh it's nothing, everything's fine, don't worry about like that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denying their their lived experience, basically. Um, has that happened to you at all? Have you witnessed that? I'm sure I have. I can't think of anything at the moment. I mean, my parents like to you, tell stories from back in the day, the veracity of which uh, sometimes I'm dubious on. Okay. But uh, but I don't know. I I don't. It's a thing that adults do with children around is to try to protect them. Right. And, and and not cause worry. 
And so you could call that gaslighting or you can call that, you know, they're too young to understand what's going on. So why worry about it? Right. So so this I I was easing you into it. Now I'll go into the the actual thing. Um, Maybe with the uh, tough stuff. Something that happens with my parents specifically that I've seen this happen before with my nieces and with Betty and stuff like that is that if something is happening that is where where they're raising a complaint, right? You know, oh, um, I was in so-and-so's room and they sprayed perfume and it got in my eyes and they sprayed perfume in my eyes. Oh, that didn't happen. Stuff like that. Like, okay. Like, <clears throat> not not stuff that other people are doing. I, I did the other people first. I And I am not saying that your parents have ever done this. I'm saying that I have observed mine do it, right? Yeah. I've observed them downplay injuries that people have had, things of that nature. And it led me, when and I got on this because I was talking about paranoia. The thing that happened to me is I was like, hey, wait a second now. All the times that I remember complaining to them about something and them saying, oh, don't worry, it's nothing. I'm now viewing a pattern. <laughs> and so, of course, you know, these days, anytime I'm with them, I'm like, hey, so. The, and this is the, one of the big ones. So when I was on my roller skates and I tried to jump over the chair and then I hit my head and got knocked out. When someone else was who was uh, prone to hitting and pushing me happened to be in the same place at the same time, did I really try to jump over a chair in my roller skates, or <laughs> is that the story that you told me? To you know that sort of thing. Was it's that just, your older sister? I'm not going to say Ben for sure. You already uh, have. We yeah, all know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's but, also but, a form of denial. I mean. I, I sort of get why parents do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that didn't happen. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, their, their thought, and I, I'm sure it's right. I mean, and when I say I'm sure it's right, I mean, I don't think it's right, but I, I'm sure that one could argue that it is. That it's, it, it's in the past, it didn't happen, let's, you know, try to... You or know, it's not as big of a deal as, it, as you might be thinking. Right, exactly. Because that's what I get a lot is, why do you keep dwelling on the past? You know, and, because oh, that was a long time ago. I'm I'm sure you don't remember what happened. <laughs> you were too right. young to remember what happened, that kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, so I think about that now uh, because Christmas is coming, Ben. The goose and is getting fat. And she's still there. At their house. We didn't go to Thanksgiving because she was at the house. Oh, uh, the, I see. The rule is basically that um, we're not going to go over there until they until she moves out. Because she should not be living there because she attacked my mom. Right? I Yeah, you have told me, but off the record, so I'm surprised that you're saying it. Yeah, and, uh, well, okay, so, grain of salt, uh, this isn't a court of law or anything, this is just what I'm saying happened. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this is the thing, is that we're like, consequences, no, as long as that's happening, then that's not happening. But the hard yeah. part is that my mom wants us all there, she wants us to go yeah. there. And it's, it's tough. And I realize that, that, well, this does happen. The state does this all the time. Prosecuting somebody, even when the victim of the crime says, I don't want to press charges or whatever. Same sort of thing. Um, but I'm just thinking about it because Christmas is coming. And anytime I think about it, I'm like, oh, right. That situation is still in the, in the ether, up in the air, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Berg. Also, fortunate, before fortunate. that... <sighs> Yeah. Sorry, say again? I was going to say, for, uh, uh, unfortunately, that's also kind of happening in my family. But instead, oh, of no. that, but instead of that situation, it's my, uh, I have cousins who refuse to get vaccinated. Yeah. And so uh, my, my immediate family, you know, my parents and my sister and her family have basically decided that we're not, 
like Christmas and Thanksgiving are essentially the only time we ever see my extended yeah. family. And uh, and that this is the second year going on the second year now. Uh, but now, like previously, it was like, well, none of us are getting together, you know. Right. Uh, but this year, it's like, well, you're not vaccinated, and you're actually quite vehemently against them for some reason and so we're not gonna get into that yeah, so, yeah for for those who are listening uh there's a new variant that came out that everyone's uh real scared of or omicron. more concerned about called omicron yeah. you know it's funny too because when sounds like the a delta variant when the delta variant came out uh, it felt like it's it's it was the same sort of like hype about how deadly and dangerous it was. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not I'm not downplaying the severity. Oh, I don't know. Of it. I get a different I get a different feel off of the Omicron one. Do you? It might just because it's called Omicron. It's got three syllables instead of two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but and it is but yeah, I feel like I feel like oh okay. Well, this one is like all right. Just in my own personal life, I did not hear when the Delta variant came out, right? People who were vaccinated worrying about the Delta variant. Right. You know, they were just like, uh, oh, there's a new Delta variant. Good thing I'm vaccinated. The Omicron variant from what I mean, some people are like, look, maybe we shouldn't do stuff because of this. Well, no, I mean, it's maybe it is because a. Uh, I remember when the Delta variant became a thing, even people who were vaccinated were like, we were gathering in small groups unmasked, but now we have to put our masks back on because of the Delta variant. And so, and like... Granted, I'm in I, Illinois. I mean, that's part of it. That might be part of it. Uh, because are you that denying my lived experience, Mr. No, no, Goody? no, I'm saying that didn't happen here then. Ben, you well, just don't remember. Re you were it happened you, in reasonable places, but um, you were a lot younger than Ben. You probably just imagined <laughs> that you heard that. Oh, it wasn't as bad as that. Yeah, we uh, we didn't get together at Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, we went to uh, a restaurant. Most of the people at the restaurant not exactly thrilled to be there uh, at Thanksgiving. The workers. Yeah, but it was or, or you the know, customers. No, well, the, actually, you know, there were some people who were complaining about the service they were getting. I'm like, look, man, that's the worst type of people. Yeah, um, but so we went to that, and and just so you know, restaurant closed at like four, and so they all went out to dinner after that or whatever we went to a whole bunch of tourist places after that on that friday friday after thanksgiving uh and one of them was the world's fastest pop machine so it said world's, world's fastest pop fastest machine pop machine and ben was it fast it was no faster than any <laughs> pop machine i've ever used in my entire so, life so like you put a dollar into the thing and seventy-five the, so cents. The pop just seventy-five cents. You put you drop three quarters into it, and then it's supposed to come out uh, like super fast. You put three so fast you, you put, can't even open it for like a half an hour because the carbonation's put, all strung up. You put three quarters in. You press the button. The machine goes mm, and then it drops. <laughs> Same as any soda machine. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I posted it, and, you know, in it, I'm saying, this is the world's fastest pop machine. I press it. Nothing happens. It falls. I laugh hysterically because it's so regular, and we're all talking about it. And I posted it to TikTok, and somebody wrote on the TikTok, not interesting, which, yes. And I was like, I don't know what to do for you at this point because... Obviously, I still liked what happened. I posted it. So I can't apologize to you. I can't say, sorry, that was a bad thing to post. Because I don't think it was. I thought it was good. I can't give you money back. This is free content. And I can't give you your time back. It's already happened. So the only thing I can do is block you 
so that you never have to look at my content again. So that's what I did. Is I blocked the person. I, uh, <clears throat> that seems like the reasonable course of action. I don't know if you've ever gone on YouTube and looked at the comments on our very first American Doctor Who video. No, um, of course not. Why would on, I? It's been online for almost 10 years now. And um, people are not happy with it. Um, they're, they're, they're not impressed. And every time somebody posts a comment, it was like, this is dumb. I reply, thanks for watching. Oh, my gosh, Ben. I'm just, like, super nice to them. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I would not be able to read the comments for that. <laughs> Again, uh, I read the comments back when I was working on the Lowell work uh, YouTube video stuff. And that was yeah. horrible. That was, that was, again, the same thing, kind of like um, the stuff that was happening. I, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I think you already know about this. but So they were taking clips that other people posted, right? Yeah. And, po and making their own show and posting it. In order to do that, you had to actually say stuff over... The you had to say stuff over the the clip itself because right. that's what made it your your content right if you just reposted the the thing that someone else was posting if you just reposted it they could have you take it down because of copyright but as long as you were commenting on it so I had to talk over the clips and people were super mad about me talking over the <laughs> clips. People and that are, wasn't people good. Are just also, uh, people, once again, very similar. It's funny, Ben. Now, we've talked about this before. I, I have a, I have a, a, a strange relationship with my Jewish ancestry, right? Yeah. It's the twenty-three and Me thing. The percentage is weird because they actually go off of uh, somewhat anyway what your older relatives identify as. So if there's any sort of shenanigans happening, that'll be that'll be different. But let me tell you, as far as racist people and anti-Semitic people go, I am definitely Jewish because it's one of the first things that comes up <laughs> whenever people threaten me online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's funny because it happened then and it happened again on the podcast and things like that which is why yeah. i started becoming interested in judaism cuz well, i was like Hanukkah. well i got to i mean i should at least know something about it if if there's a chance that uh like superman on earth in in the midwest southern illinois i might be the most jewish person anyone meets and they ask me questions. I was walking downtown. I was going home a couple of days ago. And I was I crossed the street. And on the other side of the street, walking towards me, but on the other side, were these three guys uh, dressed like uh, Hasidic rabbis. But they, were, they, they looked young. They looked like they were in like their yeah. early 20s. Sort of like Jewish Mormons is kind of what I thought they were. And uh, a Jewish mission, Mormon missionaries, you know, the, yeah. the um, equivalent. And uh, I had my earbuds in, but the guy's like waving to me, so I take my earbuds out, and he's like, "Happy Hanukkah!" So I say, "Happy Hanukkah," and continue walking on. And he's like, "Are you Jewish?" And I'm like, "Nope," and continue walking. Um, but it was one of those things where it's like, I, I wonder, like, because I said "Happy Hanukkah" to him, and not like "Merry Christmas" or right. "Go f yourself" or whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I just felt that. Uh, uh, for whatever reason, I did good in that moment. I think so, yeah. And uh, so a couple of things. Uh, number one, not that many Jewish missionaries. I don't know if you know, uh, <laughs> close practice in general. You yeah. got to ask. You can ask and things like that. And this is true. This is, and, and I, you know. That's, I. I'm telling that, on myself. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what they were selling. I knew they weren't, you know, looking for converts or anything like yeah. that. I'm telling on myself a little bit, but as I studied more and more in into Judaism, they're like, these are all the things that you need to do. Um, Non-Jewish people, these are the things you do. And the, the number of things that non-converts have to do in order to, to like abide by Jewish law, 
uh, a lot less, a lot less <laughs> stuff to worry about. So I was like, yeah. well, maybe. But the big thing, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Ben, but the, the main thing was uh, Jennifer and Betty not really interested in doing it. Yeah. And and one of the things that the guy at Shir Hadash said, uh, and by the guy at Shir Hadash, I mean the rabbi that I was talking to, uh, was that, yeah, you know, um, it this stuff isn't going anywhere, and you you may want to spend more time with your family than than looking into these practices. And it was really nice. It was a really it was a really good thing to 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 note. Right. And things have uh, have gone pretty well uh, since then. You know, okay. um, Jennifer's doing really great, doing a lot of cool stuff, and Betty likes me from what I can tell, even though I force <laughs> her to do the podcast and all that. So yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good thing. It's a good probably also point. force her to do homework and eat dinner and yeah, all the things but, that and, kids don't want to do. And then the other thing is, and this is kind of dumb, but also true. As long as my adoptive parents are alive, uh, they are not in any way, shape, or form supportive of me doing anything related to Judaism at all. <laughs> you mean your Lutheran minister father? Have I mentioned to you that now that I've started paying attention, their diet is basically like... Like, there's no way that I can eat there and be kosher and yeah. eat everything that they serve. Like, they're, I'm not saying that they're trying to trick anybody into anything, but there's a lot of um, ham involved, uh, things of that nature. So, yeah. Good old Midwestern, you know, meat and potatoes kind of, kind of meal. Yeah. Back when I was, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting a little bit more into it. Uh, he actually like sat down and talked to me about stuff, and I'm like, "Look, this is not this is not something that you know." Because I was asking him a lot of Old Testament questions, which <laughs> yeah. normally I don't. So he he was getting a little things, and I think this is something that the Lutherans and I uh, conspiracy again, but not really, but sort of also. Um, as I got older the Lutherans started to become concerned about that. There was a one point in time, and I remember this to this day, I, I told my parents that I wanted to go to the University of Ch the Loop in Chicago for, uh, for school. And, yeah. and the psychologist that I was seeing at the time, I might not have mentioned this on the podcast, but this is true. The, psychologist was at the time said to my dad that he would he wouldn't recommend it because that school was and I'm quoting here too Jewish after which he said I think you know what I mean and, and <laughs> in case granted, I'm being too subtle I was a high school kid at the time but I was like <laughs> I think I might have cracked your code a little bit <laughs> on this but I'm not positive don't need the Enigma machine to. Although the one thing that I did message. think about was that maybe when he said, "I think you know what I mean," was that he was worried that I would fall in with a group there. So that was part of it. But a yeah, randy band of Jewish kids. Martin Luther uh, famously uh, liked Jewish people at first, and then said, "Hey, by the way." Uh, I, I've done a whole bunch of stuff, but I went back to the original uh, Hebrew text and, and retranslated a whole bunch of stuff, and I and I, I think you guys will like it. And they're like, no, that's okay. We're good. Uh, and then he, he wrote uh, very anti-Jewish things. Uh, the German translation of one of the books, yeah. I'm not saying anyone needs to look into it, but yeah, we very much not. We great. as a we as a people, as a uh, as Earthlings, have mined that. We know what happens when you read too much into that. Yes. Ah. Uh, also, that was the other thing. Um, 
right now there's a uh, there's an argument happening in D and D TikTok. It happens every once in a while about how goblins are anti-Semitic and you shouldn't. Uh, and and not just and this is the thing is people were like well yes the portrayal of them and these things and the caricatures <clears throat> that they use for them and these things yes all that and then they will and there are some people who will say and granted I'm not big on this so it's possibly true I want to point out possibly true that goblins in fairy tales were also caricatures of Jewish people. But the thing that I will say is that I don't know about you, Ben, but I've read a lot of the Brothers Grimm books. And in the Brothers Grimm fairy tales, there are times where Jews are just Jews. They they just show up and they're everything. You don't need to caricature something that you're just blatantly talking about yeah. is what I'm saying. So, yeah, we should mention that we are in the midst of Hanukkah. Uh, wait, is it over now? No, it's... No, 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 no. It's not this, over This yet. is like day four, maybe? Day five? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, this, this Christmas, uh, if you see someone who's Jewish <clears throat> and you say, Happy Hanukkah, you're, you're a little late. That's all. I mean, it's still <laughs> nice. I'm sure people will like it, but, uh, yeah. They and do somebody not says, always coincide. And if somebody just out of the blue, somebody you don't know, says Happy Hanukkah to you, regardless, just say Happy Hanukkah back. Yeah, you why don't not? Need to, you don't need to force your own uh, unless it's, uh, ideology on them. Unless it's a shirtless guy dressed up like Santa with like a two by four and he's like swinging it around yelling it, then you don't have to. <laughs> then you might just keep a safe distance because who knows what's going on with that guy hey speaking of D, that pesky omicron variant might force our upcoming D game to go uh online only i know yes. that doesn't really matter for you uh you were planning on doing that anyway as you mentioned on the email thread yes i was uh uh, uh, uh too bad email doesn't have a <clears throat> doesn't have a downvote button <laughs> or because would you would have downvoted my, I my thing you I would have downvoted your your little your little poke, your little <sighs> joke there, your jab. It's too bad. Uh, mentioned, I, I think I mentioned <coughs> this before, but but yeah, it's it's good that that we did not spend money on plane tickets for me. Not oh, that we crap. would have. Yeah. But. Uh yeah, I know, I know. Uh, you know, part of so I'm of two minds, because, like. There's, oh, sorry, go ahead. well, about the game, because yeah. it'll be, you know, if we, if we do end up, and right now the plan is to still gather in the theater, well, you know, everybody gets, well, everybody's gets tested. And um, I think the, the, the note that, that, uh, like you or, or Ian said, which I think is true, is that plan for it being there, because if, if it's not being there, then we'll just do it online. And yeah. Because it takes well, that, less planning. I mean, that's that's what I was saying. You know, if um, we can do it here, we're still planning on doing it here. But if we have to move online, it's a lot less work for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, I don't know. The one thing, the one thing I will say, and I I didn't say this in the thread because I don't want to sway anyone, but if I'm doing like a Zoom call. Uh, for work or whatever, if there is a Zoom call and everyone has their own setup, everyone's got their own computer and they're all calling in, it's much easier than if I'm calling in, some other guy's calling in, and everybody else is in a conference room together. It's harder to hear the people, right? That sort of thing. That was one of the things where that uh, I was I was. I have to do is to make sure that the feed from all the microphones gets into your ears. Yep. Cleanly. Which I can do. I mean, just I'll give just, everyone a lavalier. That's not hard. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just tell uh, my system here to, Hey, what normally comes into this? Yeah. Put that over to Paul. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, do we have Steven today? We don't, we have nobody. We had Aww. one person watch for one second at the top of the show. Wow, that's but crazy. That was it. I know. The, so don't you, they know? You can say whatever you want, because hey, nobody will hear you. Shouting into saying, the void. 
That now this is something that's true is I am much more free on this podcast than I would be if I knew that there were listeners. Um <laughs> you know, because I I I don't have many controversial opinions, but depending on where someone is in the Overton window, that might be controversial. Who knows? Not sure. Um I I watched Fargo again. Did I mention that to you? Was I yeah, talking about, about last that time? last week? How you were watching it in chronological, uh, yeah, narrative I finished, order. Yep, finished it. Fargo season three uh, got done yesterday, so now have, looking for some new stuff. I have two episodes of Squid Game left. Oh yeah, uh, I did. I did spend about eight hours watching the Beatles get back. Uh, so my Squid Game binge had to take a break because, uh, I, I, I watched the Beatles documentary, which highly recommend if you, uh, like the Beatles at all, or if you were as big into them as a kid as I was. I remember, uh, somebody was complaining that there was, uh, there have been too many Beatles documentaries, said someone. (laughs) And someone else said, well, at least one person who watched it said it totally changed his mind about... What was happening during the Beatles, uh, during that time with the Beatles. And that person was Paul McCartney. So take that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that that's an interesting point. I did see an interview with, uh, actually, I saw an interview with um, Peter Jackson, but he was relaying the story. Okay, where... so question for you. Peter Jackson. Yes. Is it Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson, or is it Peter Jackson who is somehow related to the Beatles? No, it is Peter Jackson, the director of Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. That's great. He and his editor spent four years putting this thing together. It's really interesting, but he did say that... Uh, so he would take some of the footage to... He took the footage to, uh, to Paul and Ringo, uh, like on an iPad, just to make sure that they were okay with what he was doing. Yeah. And yeah, he, he said that... I can't remember if it, was, if it was Paul or Ringo. It sounds like it was Paul. That he forgot what a great time... Like how loose and jovial everybody was because when the original Let It Be movie came out, and actually I've never seen it, but the Beatles were in the midst of breaking up. And so they're all, they're all having these, you know, th- this terrible animosity towards each other. And then they go see this movie where they're getting, where they're being jerks to each other because the director just like cherry picked all the times when they were being terrible. And so, yeah, I can see how for the last 50 years he was like, we had we didn't have a good time at all doing this, and so watching, we you really get a sense that when you're watching this documentary, that they they are I hate to use a phrase but they are a family you know they they've been you know they've been a group since they were 15 years old yeah George is even he's 25 during this thing like he his life hasn't even gotten started yet you know and so. They, have we it talked already like about they George's have, son? They're having a good time. Uh, Danny Harrison, have we? Uh, how he looks like a clone of his dad. <laughs> it's remarkable. Have you seen the um, the Rock and Prince, Roll Hall of Fame? Prince one of my guitar, guitar gently weeps. I think yeah, we yeah. might have talked about this in the podcast before. Yeah. Um, Oh, the, we, the, we certainly have because I love that video. The thing I love so much about that video is how excited he is when Prince shows Prince? up. Oh, Danny Harris, yeah, yeah. And and also though Prince, I mean they're all doing a thing. They're all everybody's happy to be there. It seems like <laughs> to me. I would and, hope so. And Prince throwing his guitar into the air and it never coming back down again is yeah. amazing. I've decided, I've convinced myself, I know what happens to the guitar, but I want to live in a world where Prince throws a guitar up and it never comes down, ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's somewhere out there, It is st- that guitar is still looking for a place to land. I, I remember, and I don't know if this is apocryphal or if it is true, I'm, I'm almost positive this is what happened. Prince once on a late night with David Letterman appearance pretended to shoot himself and then a woman drags him off stage like with his I, with his fingers. 
I do not remember that. And I, I, from what I understand, he had planned to pretend to shoot himself, like for real, like with a with blanks and a and a thing, and there was no way that they were going to let him do it. And no, so he said, like, "Okay, well, I'll just do this then." Even a gun with blanks can kill you. And it reminded me of uh, when Clint Eastwood direct did a. Uh, a speech to Barack Obama in an empty chair at some Republican convention. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the, I believe that was the 2012 Republican convention. Because it was supposed to be a, a Barack Obama impersonator. And the Barack Obama impersonator didn't show up and, and Clint Eastwood was like, I'll, I'll still do it. I'm still doing the bit. I've memorized yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah. What a weird time. What a weird... I remember in 2008, I went as a, I went to this um, Halloween party, and this was like a month before, like, not even a month, this was like weeks, like a week or two weeks before the election in 2008, and Halloween came around, and I, I wore a, a Got Jesus t-shirt and went as a uh, McCain... Palin supporter because at ah, the time geez. that was the scariest thing I could think of. Yeah, yeah. And my how far we've come. Well, I don't know. I mean, and I I'm serious about this. I I feel like the same people who really liked Palin are the people that like Donald Trump. I think there's a straight line to that. Same, you know, this is someone who is charismatic for their circle. Yeah. Who makes other people mad. And that's the thing, is that they're voting to spite other people rather than what they it's, really want. Yeah. Owning the libs is a platform for yep. a lot of Republicans. I don't care what your policies are, but as long as you piss off liberals, you got my vote. Yeah. And and the, the thing... I've mentioned this before, and I and I still uh, believe it. Even though even though they have made me uh, sad sometimes, in general the Democrats seem to adhere to reality more. <laughs> is what I'll say. I uh, think again, so. You have a point there. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't come to this the side of things just because I wanted to make my parents mad or whatever, it just makes more sense to me. Yeah. Most of the left stuff that I, there, there are a few things that I'm sure I, you know, I can't think of them right now, but I'm sure there are a few things that I don't agree with. Can't think of any right now. Um. Well, I mean, one of the, well, one of the big, I don't know. Well, the Democrats still aren't great on immigration, and um, oh you know, no, no, no not, not Democrats. I mean, I mean, just the left, the left in in general. Because Democrats, there's a whole bunch of stuff, <clears throat> corporate, oh, just welfare, left, things like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but in general, the left seems to make more sense to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you you're a reasonable person who doesn't who doesn't hate. I mean, that's, I watched this video about, oh, I think, I think we may have, I, I may have mentioned this on like a, a Twitter thread with, uh, between you and me and Steven and maybe Jason, but I, uh, because it was, uh, I watched this video on why the right aren't funny. Yeah. And the, um, the central thesis of this guy's video was that it was, uh, the left has more um, the left has better comedians because the left has comedians who are coming to politics, whereas the right has politicians who are going to comedy. Yeah. Now there, and there are some, uh, we've talked, we've talked about this. Mike from, uh, Mr. Science Theater 3000, uh, was, uh, right leaning. Oh my gosh, Ben, did we ever find out about Jay Johnston? If that was him or not? <laughs> <laughs> everyone just I, forgot about it, right? I, everyone did kind of forget about it. I looked it up once, um, uh, maybe a couple of weeks after we talked about it. I looked up the Snopes article, but it was still undetermined. 
But I am I, not. I mean, I think I think I follow enough news that if Jay Johnston got arrested for January sixth, it would cross my radar. Okay, we're doing it, Ben. Snopes. But just to just to finish up a thought on why the right aren't funny, it's also comedy based on hate. Yeah, and comedy a lot of comedy it. based on getting the other person, and so that's not always going to work. Oh, Ben. I, I'm looking at the article. It's it's coming. Oh, it's taking so long to load, Ben. Oh, this is why we keep it wrong, Paul. Uh, unproven. Unproven. Still unproven. So who knows? <laughs> um, I mean, it looks like him. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But unproven. okay. So and and I know this is dumb for me to. But if. If he is the funniest person on the right that I know about. Because, I mean, this is the thing. And, and I, I hate to say it, but Jay Johnson, Everest, the story of Everest. One of the funniest things I've seen. So so that would be it. But, but yeah, but that joke doesn't have anything to do with with anything bad. I mean, it's a great physical comedy bit, but I don't even know. Like, did he write that sketch? Did That's Bob a good write that sketch? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he didn't, but I don't know for sure. The guy who wrote some of the sketches that we like the most of, I think, is the guy that they call Starburns on Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Dino he did. Stamatopoulos. Yeah, he did the audition one, I believe, and I believe he did the uh, the pre-taped Colin <clears throat> show. I think he did both of those. Those are two pretty pretty remarkable sketches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, oh, can we talk about Stephen? If you're listening to this, uh, I also did some some uh, stuff on uh, the old TikTok about it. I. I had to get talked down <laughs> about the the thing that Stephen was convinced was a real thing that I think was a failed comedy bit because yeah because I was like Jennifer's like why do you care so much why do you care so much I'm like well he just he thinks that it that it, to, it's real to, but you can when you watch it okay you, to, I think we need to explain what oh, we're yeah. talking about here. So, oh. st and this was actually the post that Steven sent us where uh, we talked about why That's the right, right can't yeah. be funny. So, it's a clip from Laura Ingram's show on Fox News. And the guest starts referring to a show on Netflix <laughs> called <laughs> You. And and Laura Ingram is like, you talked about it on Netflix. And Laura's, Laura's like, I never talked about the vaccine on my show. I didn't, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Netflix's. I'm not, actually, that would be too clear. I'm, I'm talking about you. The show you. What, There's Netflix has a show called Laura Ingram? And it goes. it actually goes on for a lot longer than it should. Yeah. And it gets to the point where it's almost absurd and you have to think it was a rehearsed comedy bit that they just did not pull off very well, as opposed again, to an actual misunderstanding. The reason, the reason why I why I think it is a rehearsed bit is the same reason why I can't be sure, and why it was a big deal. Um, <clears throat> I am using all of my autistic powers. And everything that I learned about comedy to watch that clip and go, the way that he says you right there, the way that he introduces the word you, he puts an emphasis on it that a normal person doesn't put emphasis on the word you like that. Yeah. He is, he is setting it up because he knows that she's supposed to pick up on the word you. So he's emphasizing it in a way that she will pick up on it, but she takes too long to answer him. Because her timing is off, and this is because they're speaking unnaturally. And if they were actually saying this, that it would have a totally different cadence. And I'm thinking about all this, and the reason that I was so like incensed is because uh, Stephen didn't say, "Well, I think it's real." Like if he had said that, "Well, I think it's real," 
I would be like, okay, you think it's real. I think, but he's like, it's sad that you think, or something like that. Like, like he, he did not accept the idea that, that, that it being a fake thing that they were setting up was a possibility. And that's what I was like, it can't, no, it's like when you ask a, a computer to divide by zero, it won't do it. You know, that sort of thing. Same, gonna, same sort of deal. It's only a minute long. I'm going to play it, but hang on a sec. I got to make, make sure that you can see it too. Okay. Means... I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk through it. You can <clears throat> figure out whether to, to load it or not. I think, yeah, wanna... I think that actually this is good. We can play it as long as I talk through it, which I'm going to. So it becomes ours. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, that means I got to, I got to do something else here. Uh, keep talking. All right. So um, the the thing that I'm going to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna it may not sync up, but I'm gonna talk about when they do things that I think show that they're thinking about this too much. That it's a All right. a a comedy bit that they've maybe not worked on, but at least discussed. Right. All right. So I've okay. uh, I've enabled you to be able to talk over this. So. Now the first thing is when the way that he says you watch the pause that he takes. I'll I'll point it out when it gets to it. Of uh you, the way he says that. And and she's the way that she's shaking her head like that. And the way that he says you again, and he blinks. He doesn't say a show called you. Right. And and this is a joke. This is stupid. She keeps on repeating that kind of thing to telegraph. What are you talking about? This is stupid. She wouldn't normally say that to her coworker. <laughs> See... There's a show <laughs> called Laura Ingram on Netflix. Come on. I like how he nopes out of there, too. Yeah, but <laughs> but you're with me on this, right? Yeah. It seems it's a like. Poorly, it's a, it feels like a poorly rehearsed comedy routine. Speaking of a poorly rehearsed comedy scene, routine. Hey, Betty! Hey, Betty! <clears throat> Betty and I have been walking again. Good. For our health. Hey, how do Walking you like how healthy. do you like this going on? I I'm it's, actually it's, a big fan. It's right a new now. look for you. It's uh I I I can't help but think of a uh, Lemmy from Motorhead. Right? It's a very Lemmy from Motorhead. It's a very I'm uh I'm able to wear the mask. Yeah. Uh and and I'm but I'm also kind of a tough guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, tough guy, huh? As opposed to a hobbit, which is what I was previously. Were you a hobbit? I need to. I was a hobbit for a little while. You probably. I don't know if you if you can see this uh, on my uh, my, you got my a little, scruff. A little bit of stubble you got on. going there. Yeah. Some scruff. Gotta, I uh, I don't like having this facial hair, but I also don't like shaving <clears throat> that gets this Uh-oh. long. Look at here he is. Oh, what's happening to that on the side there? Oh, I Those just are... that's what happens when I pull up the video settings to switch you back to this camera. Oh, there he is. There he is. Look at that guy. Here I am. Look at Edward. Hey, hey look, look who it is. Oh, God. <laughs> what's up? Hey, what's up with you? Not much. So, news. Uh, yeah. The new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is out now. Stone Ocean. Yeah. We're going to watch it sometime. I can't. I can't anymore right now because I'm waiting for someone online. But uh, at some point in the near future, my parents and I are going to watch it. Yep. I hear that this new season is uh, weird, but not in the way people think. And I'm trying to parse what that means. I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe maybe There's he's talking about the previous season. 
There is a woman. There is a woman. There, there a are woman. at least three women. Maybe more. Which is a lot of women for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, this uh, part, part six is considered like the most female-centered part. Well, that's good. There are also a bunch of uh, female characters in part eight, but that's like light years ahead in animation status. <clears throat> cool. We're going to have to it... wait another ten years for part eight to be animated. Animation takes a long time, unless yep. you're South Park and it takes a week. I'm not quite sure how they pull that off, but you probably Anyways. don't even watch South Park. I see that you're drinking your monster. Yep, I gave in to my uh, <laughs> impulsive tendencies. Is it grape or is it purple? It's, I don't know what it is. You can taste it for yourself. It just tastes like... That's okay. I won't. <laughs> it tastes like its own thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ben. I have to tell you, um, there's a cat. And Ben was like, oh, a cat. And what I wanted to say is, be careful. That might be a stray cat. But one said I said was, be careful, that cat might be its own deal. <laughs> Which I think is good. Yep. That cat that cat's a free spirit. I think uh uh speaking of the each monst What's monster being purple, the uh uh there's a comedian, his name is Lewis Black, and he's like, um NyQuil is flavored red and green. And you can take any one, and it's the only thing that tastes like the color red and the color green. I don't really keep NyQuil in my mouth for any reasonable <laughs> amount of time. They say yeah, so that, like, the weird <laughs> that you find in, like, grape Mark it down. And, uh, grape, uh, soda mostly is... Like, the taste of purple. But I think that this is what purple tastes like. Yep. It's, it's just, it it's its own good. flavor. Because it tastes good. And purple deserves to taste good. Purple's had a hard go of it lately. So, it, had, it, it yeah, it deserves to taste good. Anyway, yeah, because grape medicine tastes like, uh, dookie. Drink. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna go now. All right, see All you, right. Betty. Bye. Bye, Betty. Good talking to you. I, because I told... great. Sorry, what? I, I the reason she brought up Nyquil is because I told her about that Lewis Black sketch or the the Lewis Black bit where uh, Nyquil comes in two colors, red and green, and it's the only thing that tastes like red and green. Ah. I feel like green would taste more piney than it does. I can't but remember the last time I had NyQuil. I mean, we. Oh. I, I, I remember being a kid and my mom would force a spoonful of cough syrup on us if we, uh, you know, before bedtime if we had a cough. And no, I generally didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like Robitussin. Um, apparently. There was a thing when I was going to high school called Robomaxing, where you would drink an entire bottle of Robitussin. That was called that was called uh, Tussin when I was in college. My friends yeah. would tuss. They would just drink a whole. It was even uh, there was um, generic like drugstore Robitussin. It wasn't the brand name, but it was like a dextromethorphan hydrobromide was the uh, active yeah. ingredient that. And it was one of those things where, like, you had to drink a bottle of Robitussin, and then after, like, a half an hour, you would vomit, and then you would get high. I never did it, so... I never did it either, but I watched my friends do it constantly. I do know there's a, there's a guy whose name I will not say, who I <clears throat> went to high school with, who apparently had problems with that. Like, it got to the point where it actually overtook his life a little bit. Oh, really? And from what I understand, he would go to grocery stores, run in, and drink a Robitussin before they could get to him. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, <coughs> that is the opposite of the perfect crime. Yes. 
So, anyway, it looks like, speaking of the opposite of the perfect crime, we have once again produced an hour-long podcast, Ben. An We're very hour good at this. content. Without, yes. I mean, if one of those things, if somebody went through and uh, edited together the highlights, it might be, I don't know, a couple minutes. Five minutes long, I swear. But we know oh, how to man. pad the hour. Man, Ben, maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe someone will put an AI to all this and take out, like, and it's called the the <laughs> Goody Lawrence Um Show, and it's just every time that you and I say um, one right after the other. <laughs> hey, speaking about which, I wonder what happened to Faces of Fetzer. Faces that? of Fetzer. Uh, yeah, I made a I made a thing for the rap of a certain show, um, where we had recorded yes, and ATF. and it was all the times that he. Uh, well, it was ATF? Oh, yeah, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, because he was on camera. Yeah, so all the times that he uh, messed up when he was he was talking, I made a super cut wow. of it. Wow. I, I, that's probably got thrown away with some box yep. of VHS tape somewhere. I seem to remember he wasn't very happy that I did it. <laughs> other people loved it. Then um, in that case, I'm not going to look too hard for it. Yeah, exactly. Don't look too hard for it, Ben. And speaking of not looking too hard for it, it's the end of the show. Hey, keep it wrong, Paul. I'll talk keep to you next wrong, week. Keep it wrong, Ben. Talk to you next week. Room tone. Bye. Did I ruin room tone?